Hello and welcome back to the Raining Opinions Podcast. This is Crystal. And this is Carmen. And we are back. Yes. And guess what? What? I just want to talk about that mother-daughter dynamic on P-Valley. Let's do it. Because I have a problem. Yes. Mm-hmm. First and foremost. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking about Mercedes and Miss Patrice Woodbine. Look, 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 look. <laughs> I am. So they don't give you a ton of backstory. Mm-hmm. You just get the conversation that they have um, regarding, you know, different life events and stuff like that. You know that um, Mercedes mm-hmm. has a daughter. Yes. That, you know, lives with the mother of. Her deceased boyfriend or something like that. Yeah, she was a side chick for a minute. Mm, so, yeah. you know, she got pregnant and she can't have a kid. And, you know, that's been the goal of hers to actually have her daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And then you see her mom, who we are introduced as a woman of the church. And... Um, is she? <laughs> <laughs> it is, girl, it's the craziest thing because there's this situation going on like there's this dynamic where she condemns her but she takes her money right and for those who don't know p valley is a show that came on stars i thought that the first season was phenomenal oh my god i thought it was a great show um the cast was amazing sidebar k michelle if you were supposed to get the job you would have got it big frida if you're supposed to get the job you would have got it anywho and um, just to name all the people that were supposed to, like i don't know if they were supposed to get the job or if they were like the models for like right the roles right and i feel like if they were the models for the role they did great right in casting i don't think i would have liked big frida as uncle clifford i think who they cast for uncle clifford was the right person for the job clearly right so um yeah, yeah. So if you haven't, get somebody's login and watch because I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was really good. Like, I, I had no clue what P-Valley was when you when I asked you. I randomly asked Carmen, like, what you watching a few months ago, days? what you watching these days? And she listed some shows, some of which I would not even. She's not even trying to hear nothing about no Lovecraft County. Y'all could just leave me alone. <laughs> Don't even try it over here. But I was like, okay, I look into this P Valley, and immediately I was like, okay, well, down in the valley where the girls get naked. I, I get it. <laughs> I understand. Um. So yeah. So I was like, wow. All right. This is interesting. The first episode, I was kind of like, what? And then, like after that, it, it was okay. Yeah. 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 So um, the the mom and daughter dynamic is weird. Is is weird. It's weird because it's like she's a manipulator. One thousand percent. But that church specifically, because I know how Crystal feels, not specifically about the church, but just like the bad apples, right? Mm-hmm. You got to separate the bad apples from the institution right. of church in itself, right? Because right. trust me, as I'm watching it, I'm like, mm, I should text Crystal right <laughs> now. Eh. But that particular church, it's just a whole bunch, a whole lot of that's yeah. going on. Yeah. And we see Patrice's character, that proximity to power. That is what she, she ain't, she don't care nothing. She's using God as this conduit to doing what she really wants to do, which is public speaking. Mama want to be a public speaker. (laughs) Okay. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with being a public speaker, but you know, you ain't gotta, anyway. You ain't gotta be all manipulative and fraudulent about it, right? Right. 
Right. And so for me, for me, like in the church environment, like, okay, they're giving her a hard time because she's a woman, mm-hmm. right? And you know how that, that they don't necessarily like women preachers, but there are women preachers. And so whatever, what have you. Right. Um, but it's like there's an understanding of where she gets her money. Mm. But then they want to talk down on it, you know? But this money has literally kept this church open and has opened another one. Baby. So whether Mercedes realizes or not, blessings are coming her way, right? It might seem Period. like it, it it might seem like, you know, life is, you know, giving her, you know, a bad hand, but mm-hmm. like blessings are coming her way because her money is supposedly benefiting Right. The good. Right? Right. Cause I think I think the 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 original arrangement was that they needed with most loans, they want to see your, your savings and everything like that. So the original agreement was for this money to be there to beef up the savings so that while they're in this loan process, they can possibly get approved with the end goal being you going to run me my fucking money back. How do you feel about the antics that Patrice would pull coming up to the club and putting on this show and having because I, my thought was that Patrice wouldn't need to do that considering the arrangement. So for her to come and pull the, oh, my daughter's a whore and all of this, you got to repent for your sins, here's the money, here's the offering. Let me take this on back since you didn't provide me an offering. That weird shit, like, how did that make you feel? Uncomfortable. Uh, I just don't like it. I don't, I don't like that you're shaming her to the point to where when she sees you in the club, she can't function right like she comes right out of character and she needs to come address you Mm -hmm. and then like you you know make her feel bad um and then you you know do whatever lord help my child whatever you know just all this extra stuff and the girl just throw you bags of money and it's like everybody everybody has suffered because of the dynamic because uncle clifford would just give her money because she uh, he understood because he know how patrice is yeah and it's like good like this is hurting so many people right and it's uncle clifford is something else i appreciate him for who he is rule (laughs) (laughs) 27.5 so cute um but i was just like this it just really made me uncomfortable and like when you hear them dialogue you just know that she has always you know understood that her daughter might have been shapely or something like Mm -hmm. that and was like you know, using that to, you know, to their benefit. Mm-hmm. And now at the same time that it's working in their benefit, she still uses the guilt part of that mm-hmm. into, you know, milking her. And I just, I really just hate that. Like, I hate to see somebody look at their child in that way, you know? Right. And it, it's hurtful, you know? Because yeah. I, even though this is a TV show, I know this is real for someone. Absolutely. Like I, I've mentioned, maybe not on the show, but maybe just in conversations with friends of mine. It's a lot of women out here who hate their daughters mm. because of what they may have taken away from them or prevented them from doing because they ended up having a child. It's a lot of people out here that hate their kids, period. period. You see what I'm saying? And right. that is just disgusting. You know, um, like there's the type of parenting where they feel like their kid owes them for the rest of their life. Bitch, they ain't asked to be here. No, okay. You know what I'm saying? And now that I've had to have, um, I've never had to have those types of conversations with my parents. But you can kind of see sometimes, like, you see it in their eyes sometimes. Like, I really could have accomplished this had I not. And it's not a regret. It's just a, 
if only, right? And, right. and, that, and those are valid right. feelings because I have no doubt that my mom loves us. But in this specific case of Patrice and Mercedes, did you not? Like, wh- wh- where is that feeling coming from? You know what I'm saying? And what I can respect, and I think what most people respect about Mercedes is the fact that she had a plan, right? Mm-hmm. And that is what her mom took advantage of because had Mercedes been doing what the other ladies at the club were doing, spending it as quick as they were making it, you know, she wouldn't have even been a viable option right. for them to do what they needed to do for right. the church. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you respect her in some ways, but to disrespect her in others is is disgusting. I don't like that at all. Right. Um, basically stole her plan. Baby. <laughs> like, like, just, just did her dirty. Yeah. For lack of a better word, as a mother, I don't know where the hell these feathers was coming from, but I hate to believe it. A they pigeon. Were, I mean, I'm like, she must have a duck stuffed pillow somewhere. <laughs> I mean. Baby, that was the lining of that old ass car coming down on you. That's what that was. Okay. <laughs> Like these fellas, like I just don't listen. I'm like they're not angels. But but what that particular scene, the scene where she's in the she's getting Mercedes money, uh-huh. and I'm sure she had every intention of giving Mercedes her money. But this damn feather, uh-huh. for me, and that's kind of what I was trying to touch on and maybe allude to when we we're talking about Pastor John Gray. Are y'all taking these signs? It's just uh. The motivation to do the diabolical shit that you wanted to do anyway? Uh, like you needed a reason to? You see, you see what I'm trying to go with this? Like, because I feel like... But, so, this is my thing, though. Like, I feel like they should also understand that that is not a sign to do that. Like, first of all, if you've already thought through a way to scam somebody, mm-hmm. right? Or have your way and you know it's wrong, and then you're just waiting on the sign to confirm it's okay for you to do it. That's BS, right? And you should be able to address BS and no BS when you see it, right? Right. And keep trucking along the right path, right? Because I feel like if you have any connection to your belief, you also know that there is a wrong side of this, right? Right. And so you should always be making sure everything that you're doing Mm -hmm. is aligning you with the right, you know? Right. You know, what's up and up. And I feel like for for her to have taken that as a sign to take this risk or whatever. To steal from her child. It was just like, you a fool. The biggest one. Like, that ain't ain't God. Like, are you for real? Like, I feel like that is so But I feel like that, I feel like for some people, that is the warped mentality. Yeah, it's definitely a warped mentality. Because, you know, if God didn't want me to have this, he wouldn't have put this check in my hand, even though it don't belong to me because it's made out to somebody else. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So, I thought that that was crazy. Can we just speak for a nanosecond on the shit trash job that this realtor is doing to not verify where these funds came from before she just sold his fucking space to Patrice? Yeah, like, awful. Awful. I smell a lawsuit. Honestly, truthfully. <laughs> like, it's do you see how quick she got up out of there when she realized because that Because she knows she was fraudulent, too. Because where she come with this fucking money in the exact amount that Mercedes was supposed to bring. You see what I'm saying? I would have fist fought my mom outside that building. Like she did, right? And, and kept I would have done it. it. And so how did you feel about the jail scene? When, you know, at first people were taking sides. Like, at first they, some people were on her mom's side. Right. And when they realized what happened, it was like, oh, we got to have Mercedes' side. Right. And then all she started doing was singing 
and then everybody started clapping. It's like it's so it's ch- it's it's church like um a drug. I felt like it was wild cultish. I feel like when you're in this space, in this this cell with all of these women, all of these personalities, I feel like that was like a great showcase of how it is in the real world. Yeah, like church church is like a sedative or something. You see what I'm saying? It's like Respect your parents. Mm-hmm. Oh, she did some fucked up. Fuck her. Uh-huh. Oh, but she's like an old woman, so let's be nice. Like, no. no. She's still, she's right a thief. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Right. Period. No matter who's doing the wrong thing, right is right, wrong is wrong. So, but I guess, I guess you can say, like, if people don't know the full story, they really don't know which side to take. Exactly. And then I think that Patrice has a phenomenal way. Like, mama got the gift of gab. We're not going to. We're not going to take that from her. But I think that Patrice also knows how to play on people's fear mm-hmm. of questioning God mm. when she and her being this vessel. Am I going to question that she's actually a vessel? Because, I mean, she's giving me all the scriptures that I heard. And she's giving me all the hymns that we sing on Sunday. Who am I to question if she's touched or not? You see what I'm saying? So I think that Patrice definitely plays on that. Right, and also, but think about that jail cell, right? Think about Patrice is in jail because she just got through fighting because she just stole from her daughter, right? right. So she's delivering a message. So she's a crook and a poor mother delivering a message, right? right. And then this drunkard that was just baby, in a, just in the club, they drug out. She only reason she in jail because she barely was able to get herself together to drive down the street, right? So she's a drunkard, and now she is singing this song. Like she's on in the choir stand, right? And everybody rocking. And like, is it is it just that easy to say a few words from the Bible and sing a song with a good voice, and everybody's like provoked into this spiritual, you know? Like, have you have you never watched cults and extremists on A and E? I haven't. It is that easy. Okay. <laughs> because it's all about the charisma. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? It's all about being charismatic. It's all about you know being soothing in some type of way. And like I say, Patrice got it. She's able to do that. She's able to pull from wherever she's pulling to, you know, give you what you think you've been missing. All while lying in her pockets. You see what I'm saying? So, all they needed was an offering plate. Dang. That is scary. (laughs) It's scary as fuck. But that's also why for Carmen, like, religion, organized religion is not necessary for me to Mm -hmm. feel like I have a connection to my creator, you know right. what I'm saying? To each their own. Right. I don't. I don't. I don't feel like people have to be a part of an organization. To but like but I've seen home. shit like that happen way too many times. I, I understand that. Like if you've actually seen that happen, then I get it. Right. Yeah. So for me, I guess being raised in it, like that would never be my first mind of what's yeah. happening. Right. Because I've, I've I've was raised in it, so right. I, I don't see the manipulation behind it. I just see the effects of it. Right. 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 And I just see like um like where life has brought me. Right? right. And it was like a true like conflict in trying to figure out where I belong mm-hmm. and if I was okay and feeling the way I felt. Right. And then coming to terms with it and saying okay, this is where I am. This is where I am. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I was raised in the church too. I went to church every Sunday until I was given the option. To go or not go. And once I was given the option to not go, I never went back. So that was probably, ooh, until I was maybe like 12. See, I wish at 12 years old somebody <laughs> asked. Oh, God, I wish at 12 years old. Listen, girl, I, I, I'm going to say well after 20. 
Yeah. Me and my mom were still having strong conversations. I yeah. Strong ones on Sunday mornings about whether I was making it to church or not. Child. Uh-uh. So once I got the choice, it was like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so. I, I was. I think until I just stopped going completely, I was totally a C a CMNE. That's who I was. And other than that, what on? What on? What on? No, no. So it was like every Sunday, and then you you were kind of forced to deal with the fact that you just were disconnected from this idea. I, completely, I have. I've, I've always been. If I want to keep, if I have to be completely honest with myself, I'm like, what are we doing in here? No, so I have come to that. I have come to that truth myself for myself that yeah. I have never felt the connection that I was supposed to feel. And then it make you feel crazy because, damn, am I not being right? It makes like you what's feel, wrong with me? Right, right. And trying to explain it and telling your parents, I'm trying. You know, like I'm legit trying. But I'm literally just here, sitting here. But it doesn't. I don't connect to it, right? <laughs> and so, and and looking and wanting it, right? Right. Wanting it, you know, because. You're doing everything right. You right. know, you, you, you're doing what everybody else is doing. Like, you're patterning yourself after other people, and you you just left feeling the same way. Yeah. And so, eventually, at some point, you have to be like, okay, that isn't it for me. Right. You know, I don't agree with it. I have my questions all along, you know, and I asked them, and you gave me the best answer you could come up with. Right. And some of it still didn't make sense. And then I was trying to talk my logic to you, and you were still fighting me with your logic. And we just was like, look, it just don't make sense. Right. You know? And keep it moving. And so here I am today, and I'm like, I don't need that because honestly, it doesn't it doesn't feel good. Right. And ultimately, for me, it was important because the one thing I did here in church was about the difference between the truth and a lie, baby. And um, that don't feel like the truth. It don't. And that's all I'll say. You know. But <laughs> but, but but don't we always say that people try to gaslight you mm-hmm. into ignoring what you're feeling? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it's like if I am here. And I'm trying and I'm doing what I'm told and I'm just not feeling what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of folks put on a show up in there, too. It's theatrics and it's theater, baby. OK. And, I, and and then after a while, you just be like, you flodging, you flodging. I know you here for the dough for these tax free dollars. Can I appreciate the message? One thousand percent. But what I don't need is the rest of this. I just simply don't need it. You know what I'm saying? And that's just for Carmen. And like I always say, I always give, you know, my flip side of the coin. If you are truly and authentically getting what you need to feel to feel fulfilled and to get what you need to power through, I am never going to fault you for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you can't fault me at right. the same time. Right. So here's the, here's the thing that I feel like that keeps the church prosperous. I Fear. feel like. Well, well, they scare you to death. Listen to this. <laughs> so there are people in there that are generally getting gen, genuinely getting something from the church, one hundred percent, and it doesn't feel like um, like they're being set, you know, sedated, right? And they're just being soothed and yeah. all of this. So it doesn't feel like that. It feels like I came to church, I got a message, I'm getting something from it. My life is changing. I am improving. Yes, right. And they give into the church, right? Then there's these people who feel like um, there's an obligation here. For me to give. Yeah. Um, it's what I'm supposed to do. Uh, this is what God would have me do. This is what I need to do to be in right standing with God. Right. Right. There's no true relationship. It's just like this belief that this is necessary. Right. Right. And they're in there too. And so I feel like that is like the difference. Like you're getting true. You're getting true 
true seed from people who are genuinely being helped. Yeah. And then there's you getting seed from people who just think it's what they're supposed to do. Right. And I don't know if there's any pastor. Right. That's going to be like, okay, to all the people who feel like this is an obligation. Right. Keep your coins. <laughs> like, never, ever. Not ever. <laughs> will you hear that being said? Um, but I'm just saying, like, so there's the difference. And right. so in that regard, because they know that they're guilting somebody in this, are they all wrong? And is it is it safe to say yes? Is it safe to say no? Or is it, or is it safe to say they wouldn't know that unless the person said that? Carmen. Carmen. Feel like it's a hustle. The whole There's hustle involved. kid and caboodle <laughs> is a hustle because we know, and I can only speak to Christianity because that was the only organized religion I had ever been a part of. I don't identify as a Christian today. I believe in God and some scripture, right? Uh, it's a hustle and I feel like they play on the fear, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't come, your ass is going to hell. If you don't do this, your ass is going to hell. Do you want to take the risk? Do you want to go out there and explore on your own and feel for yourself and and develop this relationship outside of these four walls? Nope. The Bible says you need to do this. The Bible. What you got to understand about Carmen is I have always stood on the conviction of my decisions. Now, is there a possibility that I'm dead wrong and when my day comes, I'm going to be sitting up there looking like, well, damn. I guess I probably should have went to church. I guess I probably should have done this. But for me, I sleep just fine at night with the decisions that I've made for me and whatever come next. But if you want to scare folks and manipulate folks and and play on this, because we don't have, we don't know what happened next. We can only go off of what our faith and our belief, right? Death is a mystery. But if you want to play, if you want to play folks like that, you gotta live with that John Gray. You gotta live with that Cruffle Dollar. You gotta live with that TDJs. <laughs> she a whole man, miss. Anyway, Joel Osteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> she gonna just drop all of them. You know, calm don't mind. But you know what I'm names. trying to say, though, right? Yeah, I get it. No, it makes perfect sense. It makes it's a game sense. of cat and mouse. And for me, and so that's my thing. That's what I feel like is most important at the end of the day. And that's what Patrice is also showcasing yes. out of P Valley. At the, yes, absolutely. At the end of the day, for me, all I want is the individual to come to terms to what works for them. That's and and they have to really understand what works. That's it. Not what feels good temporarily. Not what you know gives us a, a you know a few things that they can. What works, right? Like what works. What is your peace like? You know, like you still shouldn't be struggling with peace if you at church every Sunday, baby, and you have a prayer life and you read the word. Like peace shouldn't be something you're struggling with, okay? Like this is what I'm talking about. Like there shouldn't always be this constant battle and turmoil with your spirit life. I hope y'all got your nets because Krista dropping gems. That's, Hopefully you can pick them up. So what I'm like, if you still struggle, there's something ain't wrong. That ain't working per se. I, I feel like it should be different if you have a genuine relationship with God, right? So. With that being said, does it have to be in the church house? No. No. It doesn't have to be there. Mm-mm. There are scriptures that will back up that it should be, but I'm going to say you and your connection determines that. That's it. That's it. But you got the Patrice Woodbands out there. And they out there. Who want to be, you know, one of these sidewalk preachers down here. You know, Lynn, you know that you doomed to eternal damnation and hellfire and brimstone and all the things that it's Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um... Like, 
that's like like what what purpose do you get from that like what fulfillment do you get from that it's a reason why patrice is only over the offering did we, did we notice that any other time we ain't see Patrice Woodbine, but when it was time to collect them dollars because she had the gift of gab, because she had that personality, because she knew that, that they knew that she was going to get them plates filled. You are the conduit for the most vile thing on this planet, which is money. Listen, and so really, ultimately, she was no different from her child. Baby. Mercedes took her clothes off and you kept them on. But either way, you did what you needed to do. You gave the illusion. You gave the fantasy to get what? Them dollars. Them dollars. That's it. Same thing. And you judged her for hers. You judged her hustle, but she can't judge yours because it's in the name of God. And you and you actually were the actual sinner. Baby. <laughs> you were the Baby. sinner. Baby. Because if anybody had morals, it was Mercedes. Because the money that was being thrown at her, we had um old boy who was willing to put her up in condos and this and he had a whole wife. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was like no. Not You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like who if we had to choose who's the better person? I'm, Mercedes. I'm betting on Mercedes 100 percent of the time. Yeah, and I, I really hope she ended up with whatever um, Autumn was able to give her. You see what I'm or saying? Haley was able to give her because she needed something, you know. And I, you know she feels bad because at the end, and this is what got me, and this is what I guess stuck with me longer than anything else, was her going to her mom because she was like, you know, a lot had went on that last night, right? You know, in in that that little room or whatever, a lot yeah. went on, and we still don't really know all of what. Went on, but right. we know some went on, and she's kind of troubled. I was mad at Mercedes for running to her mom. I, you were disappointed, yeah. Um, I was thoroughly disappointed because, like, so to okay to speak to that. What is the like? What is that like? First sign of trouble? You feel like you because it's your mother. It's your safe space. She brought you into this she, world. Was she just running to her mother, or was she running for prayer? Because probably I, probably I, both. I feel like people also do that with religion. Like first she sign needs somebody of trouble, to pray over you. You want prayer, like you know. But would you want a Patrice Woodbine praying for you? I would not. She praying for your demise. I would not. Oh, raggle hole. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, but that, that's a real thing. People first sign of trouble, they want to go get this prayer over them to change, and I think that's dysfunctional. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I feel like the person running to the church house for, you know, things like that, you need to check it. Because, right. first of all, if you don't have a relationship, because you, you just choose not to, whatever your reasons are, right. um, that's not a time to run to church. Because that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, if you, you feel like you're not good with God, don't get good with God because you feel like he's mad at you. But, I mean, like I say, like, I... I grew up in church. It's like, but don't they tell you all the time you got to praise them in the good and the bad? You do, but like, like I, I feel like there's a different relationship when you're just running up because you're in trouble. That's because you're lazy. <laughs> to Carmen, that's that's a lazy way. Oh my God, I'm just going to pray about it. But the word also say, faith without action is what? Dead as a goddamn doorknob. Okay? So, if you just running over here to get prayed over, but you ain't file your taxes. <laughs> Donald Trump. A, that was this little song. That was a little song we they used to sing on the radio. I was listening to um, when I was a kid. Time by uh, Faith Without Works. It's just as, just as useless as a screen door on a submarine. Baby, submarine. like water gonna get in there. What are we? What are we? What are we doing? But that's how. But that's always how I felt about Christianity. In some ways, is that it's just really lazy. 
It's like, let me just pray about it and just sit here and sulk. Or let me just keep saying I'm sorry for the shit that I know that I'm not going to change. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's the the part that I just really be like, y'all motherfuckers is lazy. No, honestly. Because doing right just seems too hard. And I, I feel like that's the argument, though. When you talk about Christians, there is a lazy aspect because yeah. a part of the faith is... Let me just say I'm sorry and I'm good. Or here it is. The part of the faith is not having to do anything yourself and waiting on God. You're going to be waiting, baby. Not that, not that God ain't got no interest in it or whatever, but it's just like for you to just be like, I'm just to give it to God. That means you don't want to do it. And it's you. You lazy. There's some truth to that, and that's and that's unfortunate, but true. Because so, do you think that that's why a lot of people say? Like, I've always felt some type of way about uh, the saying, like when you make a plan and God laugh. About that's always like struck a chord with me. Like, why can't I be the master of my own destiny? Why can't I put in the work to get certain things? But if Literally, a fluke happens and the application get lost. Does that really mean that God didn't want me to get the job, or was that a computer glitch? Um, I think there's a ton of conflict. <laughs> you, you, this is a good conversation. I feel like there's a ton of conflict when it comes to stuff like that, right? Because here it is, like the same people who would tell you, like, because I'm supposed to roll with all the bad punches because God thought. Listen, listen, the same people who will tell you God's left and it's your plan are the same people that tell you when you're on the right path, the devil will distract you. So why can't you just look at it as a distraction of the devil and keep forging ahead right but people love to give the devil more credit than he deserves your kid just bad that ain't the devil and you made bad decisions you just a cheater that ain't the devil john you, gray yeah like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> people give it too much credit but i'm saying like there's just a conflict in beliefs like and in your convenience because you're lazy any sign of uh something slowing down or not working out you just ready to throw your hands up because you really don't want to put in the work required to see it through that's it and that's a real thing and i can't believe we got there through this conversation (laughs) so so do we give patrice credit for following through on her tomfoolery no we don't because we know we know because she wasn't lazy she still was. She didn't work for that money. She did steal it. You're right. She did. She stole it. She was still lazy in her You think she was banging the pastor? I think she and, wanted and, to and, bang the pastor. But he wouldn't let it happen. I don't think he... Because he know Patrice crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like there was some lust there. I yeah. feel like, you know, he did get a little close to her. Yeah. To get that little wing off her eye. I said, well, that was a feather Child. or whatever. But still, like, um, I think she wouldn't have turned it down. Which yeah. is also a problem um, with her or whatever. Yeah. And so... At the end, when Mercedes went to her, I feel like her reason for going to her was flawed because is she dead to you? Like, you don't just say stuff like that if you're not actually, you know, because when Carmen say it, if you're not actually planning a burial and, you know, sending flowers to the stone, like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, what are you doing? She was hurt. Of course, we know she was hurt, but like. Don't do that. But and and of all the people that you could have run to for prayer in that moment, if you felt like you needed to be covered in some way, Patrice Woodbine, bad decision. So we we know Mercedes has a weakness. Yeah, we, we know that. We 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 see this weakness being displayed. Like she's so headstrong in so many other ways. But when it comes to her mama, therein lies her weakness. Yeah, right. Because her mother has something that she needs, which is I'm assuming like 
always being accepted. Like some kind of way her mom always, you know, after she uses her up, there's some a pat on the head that Mercedes, you know, is longing for, you right. know, because she ultimately wants to be a mother to her child. Right? right. So I guess because of that, she wants, it's probably because of what she lacked from her mother. Yeah. It's driving her to be a mother to her child, but it's also something she needs to like work out mentally that she doesn't have that. But right. I feel like Patrice Woodbine saying, remember I'm dead or whatever she mm-hmm. said. It's like that should have been, and that was the uh, that's that that moment was the only point that I agreed with Patrice in the whole season because I'm like, cause I cause I'm like that bitch. You said I was dead to you, so let me be dead. So a part of me, <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound effects. Yeah, confused. That was Carmen. Yes. She did that. That was, came out of mouth. Anyway. Um, I feel like I feel like her mom owes her though. At this point, she owes her, her damn twenty thousand dollars. At this point, her mom owes her something more than what she. So was once you her. open up your tabernacle, whatever that long ass name is for that church, once you get my twenty bands back, then maybe we can fix whatever this is. But you owe me, and you gonna owe me. I feel like her mother owed her something, something and that's why Cliff, Uncle Clifford pulled up on her. The way that he did and got her out of jail, because now you owe him too. Yeah, I mean, I guess as long as he owe Uncle, she owes Uncle Cliff. She gonna owe Mercedes, but good God, like I just felt like that was so savage, and I was oh, like, yeah. oh my God, Mercedes. I was so pissed. I was so pissed, Crystal. I was like, out of all the people that you could have run to, um, her after what she did after the, like I don't know if I could get into a fist of cuffs with my mama like that and ever come back from it, mm. honestly. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? Like I we feel, all have arguments. Like, you know, my mom is a great woman, but I feel like if we have a fight like that on site, she she will be ready to get me. <laughs> Girl, my mama from Motown shit. She will hit me. Listen, okay. I feel like if if I got any good legs, mama gonna try to fight me every time she see me, baby. Going forward, period. So I wouldn't be trying to rush to her. For period. But but P Valley was just such an amazing show mm-hmm. because to follow those different stories mm-hmm. and to see the different dynamics and to bring a what are the words that I'm looking for? Sex work is real work. Yeah. And I, and I love to see the, the humanization of these women and their stories and what they actually factually go through. Listen, I want to bring out another dynamic that I feel like speaks to Mercedes in a different way. Just like, um, Cricket. What was her name? Mississippi. Mississippi. I mean, Keyshawn. Keyshawn. Just the same way Keyshawn was ready to kill for her, uh, abuser. Um, the same, it's similar. Like yeah. Mercedes has a, has an attachment to her abuser. Trauma bond. A trauma bond. So it's, it's crazy. These trauma bonds. Keyshawn is textbook trauma bond. Yeah, Can absolutely. we shout out to how fine Diamond is? Hey Diamond, how let me? I know you got a girl, but it's okay. Um, in real life, you got a girl, it's okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like she was, do we, do we think that she was really going to pull the trigger? I've been seeing some things that say that Keyshawn actually did go ahead and shoot her baby daddy but i don't know oh they oh i don't know i don't know like she wanted to be the one to kill him maybe because she didn't want diamond to have more blood on his hands or something like that that would be a great spin maybe we'll know next season maybe that would be oh, i'm for it but um i don't know like i don't want diamond to die behind her foolishness you know no 
Diamond can dab and hug me. Come on up here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, like. And I, even the uncle, uh, the little murder dynamic with uh, Uncle Clifford. So I love the show for this 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 love story. Baby, the men's were upset. I, this, was, I, this is the first show that gives you a love story like this. Yes. To where it's the two men, it's. Uh, the Uncle Cliff and the Little Murder who's in conflict. Yes. And he really has feelings for Uncle Cliff. But yes. But he's still in conflict real hard. Yes. This love story was a love story like nobody's business. This... And I am for it. Like, what? How original. How beautiful. Like, how... how? This was real life because don't I always... Haven't I... In my pettiest of ways, mm-hmm. haven't I always said men hate women. They just like to fuck on us sometimes. But they really want to fuck they homeboy. And I feel like a lot of the men who were so up at arms and felt like they were like, oh, he must be gay for real because he's an actor and he got a whole wife that is beautiful. I mean, mama is that, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, y'all so mad because maybe y'all feeling some type of way. Listen, I don't know what the, it's the, 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 the possibilities are endless. I, I don't I don't care how the actual men watching the show. But they feel. was mad, honey. I couldn't care less. But I'm just saying, as for the writing. Yes. As for this storyline, as for this love story yes. in this TV show. And this this was everything because the, I have never. And the fact that, you know, Uncle Clifford was originally like we own some back office type shit. And then for Lil Murda to really almost get the courage and just be like, let's go on a date. Why are you always keeping me in the house? Let me meet your Bring grandmama. Out of shell. Shout out to Loretta Devine because she's everything. Like she is a national treasure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But then to see when his homeboy confronted him, that was some fuck shit. I didn't like I that. Think it was a combination of a lot of stuff going on with yeah. him. And so it, it hurt because you can tell that he knew. That this is not at that point. It wasn't about him. It was about his homeboy actually getting what he had coming as far as like money and finances because right. everybody's putting into his career or whatever. Right. So that was like business, not just for him. But then he was like, "Dang, like I truly, really feel for you. Right? Like, this ain't no made up stuff, and here I am ruining this because of this rap." And that you probably not gonna get the damn deal anyway, because old boys seem way more interested in Keyshawn anyway. And Keyshawn straight milked you. <laughs> like maybe Keyshawn is more than what we gave him credit cause listen but would Keyshawn have jumped out on that limb had Mercedes not been retiring cause remember Mercedes was supposed to be gone moving on to greener pastures and uh, Mississippi was supposed to be bringing them in and having her own and all of that you see what I'm saying so but so but, but, but even still like Mrs. her opportunity came because uh, Mercedes was out there fighting her mama right right that's the only reason her opportunity came up because that would have still been she would have still been Mississippi, yeah. And Mercedes would have did her last dance, and that would have been that, right? But like it was a different energy mm-hmm. that came because she knew she was stepping up because somebody was missing, right? So that's another whole. You think that's thing. how Michelle would feel if Beyonce ever like cracked her ankle, Michelle? like coming on the stage, Michelle, Michelle. So so would so would Keyshawn be? Kelly Rowland? More so. Okay. Okay. Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> if, 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 Mich- if Michelle was anybody, I'm going to say she's going to be the, the bartender. Co- no, she would be Mercedes because Mercedes is in that church conflict. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, P Valley is such a good show. I, I 
thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. I am. In, I can't wait for next season. I don't know if it's been renewed. I hope it's been renewed. I, you, no. Has it? I, I'm assuming so. Like without a question, it's. I'm pretty sure the demand was there. Right. It's, it's been good. Because I'm going to be interested to see how the business partner dynamic of Haley and Uncle Clifford's going to be now. Good God. Since she's saved. She. And is Andre going to leave his tired ass wife to try to be with Haley? First of all, Andre shouldn't try to be with Haley because Haley is screwing him in every way possible. Shout out to Haley. Let me just sidebar. Okay. Shout out to Haley for getting this man so riled up. Like, I thought that was the best scene. I was like, you done got this man out so damn hot and bothered and busted off all on his chest and shit. And then she just hung up. Goodbye. Thank you. Good night. Wait, don't get off the click. Girl had and then him. ghosted him the next day. No, girl. Had, girl had him <laughs> opening his computer so he can run and get some condoms. Like she got him on every turn. He should hate her. But you know what? In a true man fashion, he in love. I was trying to pull something smart out. I couldn't because that's the truth. <laughs> and for fact. men, and so in this instance, and I think in this show, oh my God, like the feminist in me was like, and you motherfuckers just think we so weak and delicate and fragile. And, and we, we literally run this world plotting and scheming baby baby and you're like, oh well you know they hoes they this they that no you're mad because you still working out of your lizard brain you think you're so advanced when you see these mammary glands and you see this ass shaking around all of your reason evaporates and that's your fault it's not mine period point now do you think that the mixed kid white brother's gonna kill his ass next season <laughs> um, he, he gonna have to kill one of them he gonna have to do something because if he want to be around like oh, i like him i generally i generally like that little character yes and I, you know i want him to be around so i feel like he need to kill one of them if he don't he gonna they gonna definitely goose him right um but listen i just it's chuck alisa a real place i would believe it and do you think that the mayor got goals <laughs> I would believe it. Uh, listen, the first few, the first few episodes, girl, I was. I, I hated was, the accent. That is not how we sound in the South. Don't do that. Okay, so I've been struggling. The first few episodes, I was trying to struggle. Listen, I wish I could cut the, like close caption on. <laughs> I could not understand anyone. I'm over here like, who talks this way? What y'all doing over here? That's not how we talk. That's listen, not the, the accent. And first of all, Isaiah. What's his name? Washington. What's his name? Who? The actor for the the mayor. Oh yeah, I think that's him. He is from Houston. Is he? He, he knows how we talk. Oh yeah, he just down bad. He's awful. <laughs> um, <laughs> our Missouri City. He's from Missouri City, but still same thing. Something. Close enough. Yeah. E- either way. Right. This man. That would be my only critique of the show. The accent. Don't bring them fucking accents back. Just let people talk in their regular voice, please. Oh, God. Him, I couldn't understand him. I struggled to understand Uncle Clifford uh, at times. And, yeah. Because uh, he was he would also talk fast with it. Uh-huh. Um, everybody else, I feel like I understood. Yeah. I think everybody else's accent was pretty good. Key, uh, Keyshawn's, I hated hers. Yeah. But I think. Can one, you watch my baby? I, that was in the Tennessee. I don't know how people in Mississippi talk, but I think people in Mississippi. Not, no, Tennessee talk like that. Oh, okay. 
Um, I've heard some. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. Um, That's so unfortunate. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it's, some people do have like that really southern, really that draw. Draw. Yeah. I don't think people in Houston have that as bad as others. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure if you're from like Chicago, well, some people in Chicago be straight country as well. They do. I, I've heard people who sound just like myself. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, there's some places with like New York, and they'll hear you. Yeah, and just like what? I think Chicago, only because I've lived there. It's not so much of an accent, but it's definitely like the slang, mm-hmm. like the terms used is what makes them mm-hmm. distinct. But anywho. I don't think I have anything else to add about Miss Patrice Wilbon other than the fact that she's a trash bag and other than the fact that her particular storyline, I feel, is a storyline in quite a few churches. I'm not going to say a lot. I'm going. I'm not going to say most. I'm going to say maybe more so in smaller and rural churches, mm-hmm. maybe. Because it's a hustle, but the hustle different when you want mega church status. Yeah. You know, like you hustling with tax returns and uh, you got to submit W-2s and shit in January because we got to know how much you should be uh, giving to us so that we cannot pay taxes on it. Um, so I think that may, maybe that's specific to maybe the smaller rural churches or maybe that's specific to um, more grassroots organizations i don't know but it definitely is at play in quite a few i feel confident in saying quite a few it's unfortunate but yeah you know you know it's not just a made up you know right. it's not like dreamed up it's an actual thing and i'm pretty sure based off because you see it truth. right yeah in some form or fashion maybe not on the level of stealing twenty thousand dollars from your, your child. child but i've seen it my mom tried to start a girl scout troop at her church and then it turned into a popularity contest with the kids and just making it uh and nasty and it's like what the fuck and i don't know what it was but my mama's church but everybody was in love with the past and everybody was trying to get in close with the past and i'm like he married though but shout out to him i'm not gonna name names because i want to you know whatever he was never he never shied away from saying that this one right here, that's my wife. And any other feelings that you have, put me on, you know, fetishizing me and all this. Since I come in here with my three-piece suits on and my diamond cufflinks, I still go home to this every night. You know what I'm saying? So can I commend him for that? Cool. But it showed and stopped my hussies from lusting. But uh, so I'm, I'm trying to end this episode. But, I'm sorry. But it's okay. But um, no, it doesn't keep the hussies from lusting. But, you know, even if he stepped out one time. Proximity to power. Yeah, it's that thing. And if he stepped out one time, that's going to keep him. That's going to keep him. That's going to keep him trying. Child. If, if, you, if that was a successful one, they know. I personally stop. don't think that there was ever one. Mm-hmm. He just got swagger. He's just a nice looking guy. He's super intelligent. I think it's literally just these women that concocted stories in their head and developed these whole relationships if with I this man. alone. Right. <laughs> if you just taste this apple pie. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Like and that's just for me sitting and watching. Like I honestly truly feel like he's been completely faithful to his wife. Well, he, great. Awesome. You know, but for somebody hussy. But cuz I'm just I'm, I'll tell you when we get off if we hadn't talked about it before. Yeah. 
But yeah, there are some situations where I'm pretty sure they're front and strong. They're flodging. Yeah. Like one woman man here, you know, <laughs> I'm here to preach the word yeah. and the word only. And then as soon as he gets the opportunity, he's doing something he ain't got no business, right. which is, you know, unfortunate, but true John also. Hey. Um, <laughs> true also. And so that's the thing. And so girl, I, I've just, I, I see it and it's unfortunate and um, I don't want it for anyone. Right. Moral of the story. So we can end the episode with Crystal. Moral of the story. Don't be a Patrice Woodbine. Don't. Be a Uncle Clifford. Bam. (laughs) Bye, y'all. You have just listened to the Raining Opinions podcast with your hosts, Carmen and Crystal. Be sure to visit our social media pages to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. If you love the Raining Opinions podcast, we love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. The Raining Opinions podcast can also be found on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Play or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Raining Opinions Podcast would love to let your opinion rain. If you would like to respond to anything from today's episode, call or text our opinion line at 972-729-9381. See you at the next episode.